Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's episode 58 of The Wise Guys. We are back after a long little break that we took, but now it's NFL season, so we're back, and you already know we're coming back strong. How you feeling tonight, brother? Yo, I'm feeling great with the NFL back. I know we took a long break. We had a couple of things come up, you know, holidays, my birthday, um, a lot of shit, summer ending, you know how it goes, but I'm glad we're back, man. Glad to talk NFL. NFL is back. So hype, can't say it enough. I know Fantasy my team. Jazz. My team took a win. This team, not so much, but we'll we'll definitely get into all of <laughs> yeah. that because it really wasn't a disappointing game. If I'm a Cowboys fan, nah, so yeah, know. he'll tell you about all that. But we got plenty. We got to get, get in a little bit of yeah. new music first, I guess. Finally, yeah, for sure, man. We got plenty to get into uh, for the first week back in a little bit for you guys. Uh, we're gonna get into some music stuff. So first things first, we didn't get to talk about it yet. Certified Lover Boy and Donda both drop, which you guys both know. Uh, we're getting a lot of mixed reviews from both sides. I really, it just depends on who you're a fan of, to me, in my opinion, at the end of the day. Um, both albums, I skimmed through them both. Um, I gotta be honest, we're gonna give you both our opinions on this. Um, Certified Lover Boy uh, was what we expected, basically. Um, a lot of, uh, you know, radio hits, a lot of uh, lover songs. I don't know, it was kind of for the ladies, I feel like, you know what I mean? It was that slow, a little bit of older Drake flow on it. Um, and then Dondo, on the other hand, was kind of uh, more about, to me, it was more about the production and Kanye's always, um, you know, finding a way to just make things different. So what he does for his promotions, for his albums and everything else, we've seen what he did at Atlanta Stadium. He was basically living in that, <laughs> he was living in the stadium like it was his crib. And, uh, you know, he, he really built up the hype behind it. Uh, I heard Fabio had a pretty fire verse on there. I uh, did it get to listen to the song. I got to admit, it was one of the better Fabio verses I've heard. But in my opinion, I think Certified Lover Boy was more for the lyrics, um, for the Drake quotes and the, you know, the Instagram captions and all that. And Kanye was more for their production side of it, uh, the, the beats on it and everything else. Um, like Hurricane, uh, you know, so shout out Ronnie J putting Hurricane on number one song in the world, man, uh, with Lil Baby in the weekend. But let's get your thoughts, man. What's your thoughts on the new albums? Yo, so, I mean, you pretty much summarized it all like how I would. Um, no Friends is my favorite song on the track. You pretty much get the vibes that I was trying to go for. Yeah, No Friends. What I thought it would be, yeah. A little bit more hard, a little bit more vintage Drake in a sense where he used to kill it on, like, over songs yeah, like Miss yeah, Me. Yeah. Like, you know, him and that Wayne combo on Ransom. Uh, he used to all mix that it up pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I feel like, I don't know, he's more... But, I mean, it's Drake. He could do what he wants. Uh, as well as Kanye, essentially, because they both just put out some mid-stuff, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. I feel like uh, they they didn't sound hungry. Uh, they were just trying to both be really creative on the albums, which isn't too bad, yo. But just not for me. Um, yeah. With Donda, I will give you that production was there, as it always is with Kanye. Um, one thing I will say, I'm a little disappointed with features nowadays. Uh, I always have high hopes on certain features, and it just completely is not what I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah. um, I thought we were going to get What a Time to Be Alive vibes with the Drake and Future, but we got fucking like weird shit, man. I don't know. <laughs> just not my type of vibe, uh, clearly. Um, yeah. yeah, and the Hurricane thing with Ronnie, man, you already know the Cuzzo. Shout out Ronnie J, always. Uh, Ronnie on the beat. Ronnie J produced it. Number oh my God, one Ronnie! Song, bro. Yeah, it, it's crazy how long it was number one. I think it was a couple yeah. weeks or a week yeah. or something. Even with Drake dropped, it's top in charts, man. The Weeknd and the Baby, two of the biggest artists, arguably in the music Lil industry. Baby. Lil Baby, yeah, yeah, my bad, Lil Baby, um, and the Weeknd on it, and Ronnie, man, he's just killing it. So uh, shout out to him. But yeah, man, Drake, a uh, little upset on this one. On my my opinion, 
just wasn't, you know, the slapper Drake songs that I wanted. Uh, no friends in the industry type vibes. We really vibed that song. I like that song a lot. Um, but again, at the end of the day, man, I just feel like both these albums are a little overhyped because of who these two guys are. I mean, they're respectable and they're not trash, uh, both the albums, in my opinion. But, um, you know, there's a lot of mixed reviews on this shit. So, but one thing, man, we got to bring them up. You want to tell them who just dropped, man, that not oh, a lot yeah. of people know about? Oh, Jeezy, oh, yo, Jeezy. from the West Coast, Shoreline Mafia. He was, uh, I think they split up a little bit ago, but they still fuck with each other, I'm assuming, because yeah, yeah. he got it in his bio and shit. But he is going on concert, man. I'm a little disappointed. He's not touching the East Coast, really. Uh, he's touching New York and I think Boston or some shit. But yeah, man, the vibes would have been crazy at the concert. He's more of a West Coast kind of guy. Not really. I don't yeah. know if the vibe would be think- like appreciated as much over here as it is over there i think that's why he's kind of like and he's not as big you know i was what I mean? yeah i was gonna so, say i think he not needs, too many people might know his music but yeah i you know we bump him heavy not for sure man i think he just needs some more time to grow as an artist and get get his fan base up a little bit when he east coast especially maybe um, as a solo artist because yeah, yeah people probably associate him with shoreline with shoreline still. yeah for sure i know a lot of people over here actually listen to shoreline you know what i mean um so i, I think he's just got to build himself up as a solo artist as you just said and uh eventually maybe we can see him at the tla or something over in philly man on south street something man so jeezy if you're listening come to the east coast man we fuck with you over here um but we're gonna get into some different things in the music side of the world vmas i didn't watch it did you watch it not at all i don't watch the award shows anymore man nah you pretty much just got to go on instagram the next day and see everything and what happened but and that's probably what i got uh i got the twitter instagram recap of the vmas one thing i did see was mgk and conor mcgregor allegedly going at it or something man i seen conor yeah, i don't know a, what that was about a drink at him what was it water or something yeah or? something uh, you know how conor is with throwing yeah. shit you know what I, I gotta be honest man a part of me thinks that like well, first of all, I mean, Conor McGregor is a nut. But second, there's there's a part of me, man, that just feels like a lot of this shit is just staged. Like, I, I don't know. Like, maybe, do you think he actually did that or do you think it so, was set up? Yeah, I think he actually did that, man. I can't lie. Just because it's well, the, it, the, the person who it was. Like, yeah. I don't really see him and MGK being like a type in a situation yeah, to like set yeah. that up you know what i mean it just seemed like it happened in the spur of the moment they seemed like they have they were having words what i'm assuming it was was it probably had to do something about logan paul i think mgk and logan paul are cool i'm not sure if that's yeah. true or not but i'm pretty sure you know like 70 percent sure i've seen a picture of them chilling together or some shit but i don't know man i, I think it has to stem from that it, ha- it has to like he probably mgk yeah. probably said logan paul knock the fuck out of jake paul or something along <laughs> them lines you know how it goes. yeah I, I forget i don't know what it was really on i didn't touch on the or, story or maybe megan fox i don't know <laughs> yeah you know connor is with the dudes yeah, girls maybe he you know said what i mean megan was in his dms i mean yeah, i don't yeah. know you know <laughs> like, it could be anything with connor mcgregor yeah i mean yeah like i said man there is that other half though that connor really is just that crazy we've seen him do some pretty wild shit the chair through the bus window with the khabib beef um um, also, when he punched that guy in the bar, man, you, you remember that shit? Yeah, I mean, man. I mean, yeah, Connor is a nut, man. And I just want to get this in here, man. It wouldn't be the first time we saw something crazy happen at the VMAs. What happened 12 years ago today? Oh, man. <laughs> we posted it today, so if you've seen it, you already know. But 12 years ago today, Kanye said, I'm going to let y'all finish, but Beyonce had the best. <laughs> 
he was drinking off the Henny, man. That's crazy. I, he was drunk as shit. I remember that. Amber Rose was still dating him. That yeah. was weird times. Yeah, it was very weird times. He pulled up with the Henny on deck, shades on. Kanye was probably drunk already when he showed up. Oh, yeah. He had the shutter shades, I think. No, no, no. He had the regular Kanye shades, but yeah. he did have the swirls in his head. That was vintage Kanye. <laughs> yeah, Amber Rose was still with him. Um, They had, like, the same length hair, I think. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, it was weird, man. Yeah, man, weird times, weird times. And 12 years later, man, and look where we're at. He's dropping music still. Uh, pretty dope for on that aspect. But 12 years ago today, that Kanye and Taylor Swift incident took place at the VMA. So ironically, we're talking about it, and it happened 12 years ago today. Yeah, definitely. And one more thing, man, before we jump on to the NFL talk, you know we're going to get into all of that. I just really want to touch up on this Pop Smoke thing, man. What's your thoughts on people tearing up his grave and shit? I, I heard... I think Ross wished that it was a bunch of fan shit. Like, it wasn't no street shit. Even street people wouldn't do that type of shit. But what's your thoughts, man? What do you think it was? You think it was the fans or you think it was somebody in the hood just really trying to get at them? Well, man, when I first heard about this situation, I mean, obviously you sit there and you go, you know, that's really fucked up. Like, and I don't know who in their right mind would do something like that, whether you got beef with somebody or not. Um, I assumed automatically that it was something to do with beef in, in the streets or something or something along them lines. But if it was some fan shit, and you know Raw's close to pop, so I, I really don't know. I mean, I, I really, I that's just weird to me that if if fans really went and did that, I would never do that. You would never do that. I mean, anybody that is a fan of Pop Smoke, I don't know why you would do that. Um, it just doesn't make sense, man. It's disrespectful to him. It's disrespectful to his family, his loved ones, and everything else, man. Just let the man rest. And um, I don't know. That, that's just fucked up. I was really thrown off when I heard that shit. Yeah, no doubt. Point? No doubt, man. I, I agree with you 100%. I don't know if he meant uh, fan shit, like fan behavior, meaning opposite fans of him. Maybe the fans of his ops, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, but, you know it, but it still doesn't make any sense. You yeah. know? Like, why would you do that? It just really doesn't make any sense. You got to let the man rest in peace, even though... I mean, I think he got taken out in a cowardly way. I don't know too much on the story. I'm not a detective. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it was like a 15, 14-year-old, yo. Shot him for nothing. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just This whole story just didn't add up. And just let the man rest in peace. Yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Just let him rest. And uh, you should never vandalize somebody's grave site. That's just that's morbid, first of all. It's just weird. And uh, it's just weirdo behavior right there. So definitely don't fuck with that at all. And if you condone that type of shit, then you're weird, too. <laughs> but exactly, that's man. just pretty but much it. We got to switch it up to the better vibes. Yeah, we're going to get on more positive topics. Something we've been waiting for all year long. We are back. We are talking NFL shit. We're talking our shit about NFL. And uh, it's week one, man. Week one is almost over. We have Monday Night Football tonight. We're recording on Mondays. You guys know that. Dropping tomorrow. So when this episode drops, the Ravens and... Uh, the Ravens and the Raiders will be playing already and have played, but we'll give you our takes on everything else that's happened over this weekend. There was a lot of shit that went down, man, in these games. A lot of exciting shit, a lot of exciting games, high-scoring games, and a lot of things that shocked me. Oh, yeah. You know where we have to start first? Well, Week one, game one, Thursday night football, Tom Brady versus Dak Prescott. I think Dak thrown for over 300, 400 yards. No, I mean, he he was looking sharp, man. I don't know. I don't know, man. You you let the people know more, but yeah, man, I was really hyped. I was stoked. I was excited. If you know me, you know I'm the biggest Cowboys fan in the tri-state area. And uh, I love all my Eagles fans out there. I know y'all been waiting for this. But look, so here's what it is, man. I mean, we talked about it prior to football season and leading up to this game. I told everybody. I mean, I did think we would take the dub and shock the world. But we were very close to it. But on the other hand, I told everybody, man, that Dak Prescott would out-throw Brady. And what did he do? He out-threw Brady. He threw, he's the only 
only quarterback right now with 400 yards. He's lead, Dak Prescott is leading the league in yards right now in passing yards, which I find funny to believe. And I just think that, that you know, people, you know, I've been waiting for it to come back. So it was hype. I was I was just glad to see him take the field again, man. Again, I had chills when they came out and I seen Dak suited up taking that field again. I think my team upheld against the Super Bowl championships champions very well. I think the defense is looking ten times better than it did yes uh, last season. I uh, you know. Obviously, you got to expect the Buccaneers to score. You got to expect Tampa Bay to score. Uh, there's no way to slow that down. They're gonna they're gonna put up touchdowns no matter what defense they play, uh, which they did. And uh, you know, I think people. This was like a lot closer than a lot of people thought it would be. I think the Cowboys really did still shock the world in a way. Yeah, man, I definitely agree on that one. Um, this, I'm trying to debate a little bit more on here instead of agreeing as much. So um, it kills me. You know, yeah, I like the ahead. Cowboys. You know, I got a little bit of cowboy yeah. background, um, but. I want to bring up CeeDee Lamb, man. Do you think he's still wide receiver one? We saw he had that one huge crucial drop that turned into a Dak interception. Um, he was targeted 15 times, but he had seven receptions. So I don't know, man. I know you were very heavy on CeeDee coming into this, yeah. coming into this season. Um, but in my opinion, it still looks like Coop is that wide receiver one, man. He was targeted 16 times, 13 receptions, 139 yards, and two touchdowns. Well, Coop just yeah. looked like Coop. Yeah, but no. did CD look like CD, or do you think he has a higher ceiling? No, I, I think CD's right where he needs to be right now. I mean, I you know, at naturally you expect Amari Cooper to be wide receiver one. He is, um, you know, technically. And uh, his route running ability is amongst the best in the league, in my opinion. Uh, We've we seen that on display. And he's really been working with CD Lamb in this offseason. And uh, Hard Knocks showed you a little bit of that. And uh, it was really cool, man. It was just dope. But I think CD Lamb is right where he needs to be. Uh, I, does he need to work on some of the drops? Yeah. Uh, but he always bounces back. Uh, same thing with last year. When you've seen him drop passes last year, like the Vikings game, comes back the next play it seems like or the next target he always bounces back man he bounced back with that touchdown uh i think the following drive and it, it, you know you just really see if he if he didn't if he didn't bounce back from those type of situations i would be a little worried um but i think he's still just young man he's still young he's got to mature and uh i think his attitude already is pretty good in the league um you know he the way he carries himself you know he's in into no trouble and all that so far so good uh off the field but on the field i think he's doing what he needs to do uh you know he grinds he works hard and uh, you see that, man, a, t uh, a touchdown against one of the toughest defenses, arguably, in the league. Um, the Bucks defense are no scrubs. And, uh, you know, he had a touchdown on him, which is which is dope, man. Dak put the ball on the money and CD just had to catch it. Um, but it was dope to see that. Yeah, no, nah, man, I 100 percent agree with you on that one. Uh, it, it, it was a good showing between, like you alluded to, the former, the former Super Bowl champions. Um, their defense, everybody was saying that the defense was, oh, my God, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. Kept, oh, my God. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were saying that the Dallas defense sucks, blah, blah, blah. We heard it in the group chat. Shout out Tommy and Liam on that one. But, I mean, I think they played a, a pretty much good game. Another question I really want to get into is the whole scheme. I want your opinion on if the scheme changed midway through the game because of the injuries that Tampa Bay had on their defense, yeah. or do you think that Mike McCarthy's plan was to not run Dak as much? I mean, Zeke as much because of the Dak injury. Like, yeah. I mean, well, well, in I my think, opinion, that wouldn't make sense. 
But 11 carries, I mean, it had to have been part of the plan, or yeah, maybe I, they switched it up. I think, uh, you know, one of the main things you took from last season is the, uh, you didn't see Ezekiel Elliott run the ball as much. I mean, again, he did have as many carries as he did back in 2017 when he missed six games last year. Uh, but they were also down last year with Andy Dalton. They had to come back, and they were throwing the ball a lot because they were down, and they were trailing every game. But uh, in this case, for game uh, for week one against the Bucks, I think uh, really the Cowboys probably just wanted to uh, prove something something they wanted to show the world that Dak could come back out and throw the ball just as many times if not more than Tom Brady and uh you know hang hang with the best of them and I think that was a huge statement for the Cowboys to prove because a lot of you hear a lot of chatter in the media and just people talking in general is Dak Prescott's going to be the same is Dak Prescott going to be able to throw the ball because he's a runner um yeah he was on pace to throw for 5,000 yards last season and it looks to be that way at the start of this season it is very early but week one he's the only quarterback with 400 plus yards um so that that's a statement in itself. I think the scheme changed up when they started to play the game, though. Uh, Mike McCarthy really this offseason was heavy on Zeke running the ball a lot this year, using the one-two punch with Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott. And I just think that uh, once, the, once the game got rolling – once they seen how warm Dak was and, and he looked, it, it, you know, he looked like he didn't skip a beat. I mean, when as soon, you know, the first pass he completed, uh, his first throw, I think, was a completion pass to Amari Cooper. Um, so that, that was just really huge. Uh, and I think they were more so just trying to prove something to Tom Brady and the rest of the world that Dak was going to come back and do what he did uh, and pick up where he left off. That is my opinion on that. Do I, do I want it to, did I want to see, is he get the ball more? Yes, of course. Um, but I got to be honest, I love to see Dak throw the ball the way he did, and I think it was more so um, something that switched up, especially because, uh, what's his name? Bunting. Bunting got hurt. Bunting Bunting got hurt. So, yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to get out of you, I guess, the answer that I wanted. Um, Did they have the same game plan coming into the game, or did they switch it mid-game? You said they switched it mid-game. I agree with you on that. Um, well, Murphy, but I, I did. Yeah, yeah, that's they what really I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That weak through the point, injuries, yeah, and that, the secondary. That's something that you have to do against a team like that, especially when their front is really strong the way it is. Uh, their D line is no joke. So, and yeah, I'm missing. I, yeah. Missing somebody like Zach Martin, not to call you off, man, but missing somebody like Zach Martin in the game is also a huge factor you have to take into consideration. They have a rookie center playing, Tyler Bidiash, um, who held up pretty well. Um, but I know, again, man, uh, Zach Martin being out was a huge hit uh, in this game and something that they didn't expect. So I think something's changed within the last week of this game and when game time hit. Yeah, I agree with you on that one, man. Uh, Zeke and Pollard are definitely getting – Good. I I think the game was coached well. I think it was coached in your guys' favor. Um, Greg Zerline, Greg Zerline, just missing them kicks is a real gut punch. Crucial, yes. Uh, for cost us the game. Yeah, if momentum wise as well as uh, faith in winning the game actually, yeah. because you're constantly down um, and you just had to come back. I think you guys had the power to come back. But as we said, Greg Zerline even missing that extra point was crucial. Yeah, um, you had to, you know. Yeah, like, come on, man. A bit, yeah, Greg Zerline missing an extra point in a field goal really hurt us in the end because they wound up beating us by two points. He makes that field goal, Cowboys win the game. Um, but, you know, you can't just take that from it. But, uh, you know, some people say there was an arguably questionable call at the end of the game. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, you know, it, defender kind of sold it, but it yeah. could have went. It could have went either way. Ways, honestly, yeah. I, it, maybe it's a call in the Super Bowl. In a Bowl. bigger game, yeah, in a, exactly. You just took it out of my mouth. In a bigger game, I think that that play gets called. Um, but again, man, we we nonetheless the Cowboys held up against the, the reigning Super Bowl champs. Uh, a lot better than everybody expected at the end of the day, and I'm proud of my squad in this season to come. I can't wait to see what they do next week against LA. E A G L E S.
Eagles, I guess. I don't. I don't know, man. Uh, apparently, they're looking nice. They're looking like their old self. I don't know what that means. Yeah. That's all I've been seeing yeah. on Twitter. Um, yeah, like the Super Bowl self. I guess the the fans are talking about. I don't know. But they played the Falcons, man. They won thirty two to six. Jalen Hurts was looking good. I can't lie. Uh, every Alabama quarterback was looking kind of good. I can't <laughs> lie, man. Yeah. Mac Jones. We'll get into that. But what's your thoughts on the Eagles, man? I know I've been asking questions here. You can get some. You can, yeah, you can no, ask me a couple questions, but I really want to know as a Cowboys fan because we're going to get the complete opposite. Yeah, the people, complete opposite of people, bias. <laughs> people want to hear this it. guy. Yeah. Uh, what's your thoughts on Jalen Hurts? Do you think the Eagles have a chance? And do you think they're going to have a winning record or a non-winning record? Well, I don't know what the people are expecting here uh, for me to say, but I will say that this, Philly, I will say this. Uh, the Eagles did look better than I thought they would week one. Uh, we, But if you rewind to a few episodes ago, we did say that they would get this win in Atlanta. And uh, just due to the fact that Atlanta's defense is really trash, man. I mean, they're, they're atrocious. And we've really seen a lot of that on uh, yesterday, on Sunday. I think Jalen Hurts... It, he was looking. He was looking sharp. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and put no slander. Blah 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 on Jalen Hurts. I think he looked really good yesterday. Uh, Devontae Smith grabbing that touchdown. It was amazing because they said uh, in the chip in the Alabama chip he did it in the same exact spot at Atlanta Stadium, which is cool, man. Uh, there's things like that are pretty dope. How they come full circle, but. At the end of the day, I will say Philly did look sharp. Philly did look like they had their old Philly energy back. Um, the players were really vibing. You've seen the D-line getting hyped doing their celebrations and stuff, which was cool for them. Um, they dropped 32 points on the Falcons, and I don't think they gave up a touchdown. <laughs> I mean, nah, so. yeah, The Eagles did look sharp. Um, the coach in Nick Sirianni, I got to give it to him, he looked like he made the right play calls. Yeah. Uh, he came into this game with a plan yeah. and stuck to it, it seemed like. Um, Jalen Hurts... Really great rushing. I mean, seven which, carries, which, 62 yards. The offensive lineman, Mailata? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mailata, yeah, yeah, yeah. the he, rugby really, player. He really yeah. looked good. Yeah. I, that's one thing I wanted to bring up about this game. Mailata looked really good and uh, solid and worth every penny for Philly, man. Uh, he really had a nice, huge block in the game, uh, and he was throwing blocks all game, man. He, he held up his end of the bargain for sure. Um, but at the end of the day, I think the real test here comes down to, um, you know, the Eagles, they went into Atlanta and they did their thing. But I think this test comes down to the C. Uh, it's always good to see week one start off with a win for teams, right? Um, my team didn't, so it's a little sad. But we did go up against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers in Tampa Bay, uh, Ring So Murney, everything else. But I think that uh, the next the, the test here really for Jalen Hurts and this Eagles team is the next three weeks. They have San Fran coming up, Dallas. And then KC. So they have enough. They really have three tough weeks coming up. Um, Sam Fran, we'll see what they do. Then a divisional game versus Dallas to start the season off pretty much. And then Kansas City. So we'll see what they do. I think that's the real test for this team. Yeah, definitely, man. I agree with you on that one. But one thing that really stuck out to me a lot is that Jalen Hurts went 27 for 35. And I think that was a... The thing that people really criticized him about was his accuracy or his ball placement. Uh, if he can get the ball in certain spots where defenders, if he can read an NFL defense correctly. Um, it showed really that he had no, he wasn't scared. He No nerves. Yeah, the way he was um, stepping up in the pocket. Man. Him and Jalen Rager is what really also stood out to me. Another thing. Yeah. Uh, they seemed like they had really good chemistry. Uh, six targets, six receptions, no drops. He didn't miss them. Uh, 49 yards, one touchdown. Him and Devontae Smith were clicking. Um, him and Dallas Goddard were clicking. If I'm an Eagles fan, still I know I'm not thinking Super Bowl. You can't be thinking Super Bowl. But not yet. You might be thinking NFC East. I don't know, man. Look, I know I know you're a Cowboys fan. Nah, of course. I know the Washington football team I, lost 
they still their defense is still their defense. I'm counting the Giants out right now. Sorry, Joey. Uh, <laughs> shout out Joey, man. Counting the Giants out. Daniel Jones is just a dumpster fire. Um, but yeah, man, what's your thoughts on the Eagles? You think they could potentially battle it out for the NFC East with the Cowboys? Well, I'll tell you what, man. I think the Philadelphia Eagles are, you know, they are better than, uh, of a team now this season than they were last year and the season before that. And I can like this team a lot more without Carson Wentz and the Doug Peterson drama and everything else going on uh, behind the scenes. I really felt like that took away from their energy for this team. And I, I it's just really, uh, you know, it's, it's cool to see that at least they have um, a vibe going again with their team. They have a culture the culture going through and um you know that that philadelphia eagles culture that they usually carry um you know the energy that they come with you know you can never really count a team like that out that plays with the energy that they do but it seemed to be like last season uh they didn't have that they were missing something the last season or two i think that uh carson and doug really just took away from the team a lot so i think a fresh young team like this is something that philly philly fans should be excited about i think that Devontae smith can be a factor in this league i think that uh jalen hurts you know if he sticks the way he did yesterday and he continues to play football like that uh philly really has something to look forward to with yeah, jalen no, rager yeah, i think kez walkins, kez walkins he, he was fast he's nice yeah kez walkins jalen rager Devontae smith uh, can be a trio and it, you're you know you're, you're supplying um jalen hurts with more weapons than obviously he had last season and again bringing Ertz back and having the two tight ends with goddard and Ertz that helps him as well and, uh, you know, like I said, my lotto on the uh, offensive line definitely helps them out as well. 100%. Um, one thing I want to touch up is uh, – well, I want to stay with the NFC East. Uh, I wanted to get into this Chargers and Washington game. I mean, not too much because who gives a fuck. But I give a fuck when it comes to Justin Herbert because we need to see that bull stock go up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got that Justin Herbert rookie card. If you didn't know, the stock is definitely rising now. But enough of that. The more question is, is Washington's defense as elite as it was last year? I mean, Chase Young had zero QB hits. Um, it it says he has a sack, but then he has zero QB hits. I don't know what the fuck that means. Well, um, no, 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 no. He has a tackle for a loss, excuse me. But he has zero sacks. You're paying Chase Young like you are TJ. Not, not as close as TJ Watt. We just know he got that, uh, that extension. <laughs> but you think of tj watt uh, you think of chase young as a tj watt you know what i mean they're similar comparisons well, chase, uh, he's getting compared you know, to aaron donald already last year he's only, um, he's only in his second year exactly that, what i'm getting at yeah. is should we pump the brakes on washington's defense um i i think they're a solid defense though i don't think they're an elite defense i did i do have them on my fantasy team because i think they're good enough uh, of a defense with chase young and you know guys like that on the squad but uh, I think that you know the the Chargers. They're you know they have a good offense. They have a pretty solid offensive line that's protecting Justin Herbert. It's a little hard for them to get to the quarterback. Uh, you know Chase Young and stuff, but. You know, I wouldn't count their defense out necessarily, but I think the problem is here is that their offense has to stay on the field. Um, you know, you, no defense plays good when they're on the field a lot. Well, we just got that bad news from Ryan Fitzpatrick, exactly. man. I mean, he's going to miss six to eight weeks. Um, tell them your tell yeah. them your conspiracy theory, you know, about Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think they're going to pick up Cam, man. Um, Ron Rivera and Cam, they obviously have history in Carolina. It would make sense. It makes uh, a lot of they sense. Want, they went to a Super Bowl together. Uh, he's definitely. I think they're definitely in talks. It's probably more so of um, if Cam wants to come to Washington. Right now? Uh, Taylor Heineke. Yeah, he's not really the best, but I think out of this game, I got a little bit more information on Justin Herbert. 
that he is consistent in his yards. I think this guy can throw for almost 300 yards a game. Yeah. Uh, I know the Chargers really don't run it a ton. Austin Eckler, 15 carries. It's not a Derrick Henry-esque, like, 24, 23 carries. But I do think Justin Herbert has a cannon. I think he consistently throw a ball. He, 47 attempts. He threw the ball 47 times. So, um, I don't know, man. I like what I saw out of Justin Herbert. The Chargers are exactly who I thought they were. I didn't think they would be elite. I saw people counting them in as a top playoff team. I don't know too much about that. But uh, I, I do think the future is bright for them. Uh, <laughs> Keenan Allen, 100-yard reception game. 100-yard uh, receiving yard game. Jesus Christ. But, yeah, man, Mike Williams still doing his thing. Austin Eckler doing his thing. I think they're definitely a good team. Yeah, man. I mean, you got guys like Keenan Allen still on this offense that, to where they can get it rolling if they, you know. But in my opinion, I feel like they need to add more weaponry for Justin Herbert as the years go on. Uh, you don't want to waste too much time. You know, he's only going to stay young for so long. But I do think they got to add. Uh, they got to add ammunition for him. Uh, I do. You know, you have Keenan Allen. You have Austin Eckler. Yeah, they need to pull up Buccaneers, and you know how yeah, to grab the AB. They, like a player like ABS-esque. You know, even if it's a vet, somebody, they need to grab another receiver for this guy. Uh, you know, somebody that can play the slot well or something, you know. So he, need, he just I needs. heard Ocho Cinco, yo. I, I heard he was. <laughs> N-T-O, man. Yeah. All I'm saying is. They said call him. All, T-O, man. I, I definitely heard that. You know what? I bet you them guys could still play in the NFL if they really wanted to, man. Uh, they stay in great shape and everything else. But apparently I, check, uh, rugby, rugby <laughs> players are the wave. So, yeah. I mean, check them out. Yeah, check them out, man. But, yeah, so I, I just feel like this Chargers team, uh, they have a future for themselves if they continue to build around Justin Herbert uh, and, and get it going. But we're going to keep moving here. Yeah, we're staying in the NFC East with the NFC least. Yeah. Um, the Giants, man. What's your thoughts on the Giants? Uh, was that game better Broncos or worse Giants? Uh, better Broncos. Uh, I think the Broncos are a lot more of a factor this season than they were last year. Um, shit, man. I, I don't know. I think uh, Melvin Gordon played a hell of a game, you know, 101 yards, averaging nine yards a carry and a touchdown. Uh, I think that's impressive to me. And Teddy. And Teddy and Bridgewater. Teddy. You do, exactly, man. I was just getting to it. Teddy Bridgewater coming back, man. Two TDs and uh, two hundred to over two hundred fifty yards. So it's that's that's pretty impressive to me. Jerry Judy did his thing. Didn't he grab did a get touchdown. Injured, bro. Did you hear about that? <clears throat> did he? Yeah, he has a high ankle sprain. I he's didn't out, watch the he's game. out six to eight weeks. Damn. Yeah, Jerry Judy, man. Terrible news. High ankle sprain. Hate to see it. It's either six to eight man, weeks or four that? to six weeks. Yeah, I really didn't see that, yeah, man. That's it's, crazy. It sucks, man. I was high on Judy this year, too, man. Um, I think he's going to be a factor for this team. But if he's out now, then that's really well, – One tragic. thing I will give us props for, man, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure Bull agree with me on this one. But Noah Font, I think he's definitely yeah. going to be one of them tight ends that you really have to watch out for, man, like uh, Hunter Henry was to the Chargers yeah. type. Yeah, Noah Font and uh, guys like K.J. Hamler, you know, that can make plays for this team. Uh, Cortland Sutton didn't really have much of a game at all. Don't know what's going on there. Um, but on the flip side of this game, you have Daniel Jones, who I'm not high on at all, haven't been high on at all. And uh, I just got to say, man. Yeah. I, how, how can you allow Daniel Jones to have more rushing yards than Saquon Barkley? I mean, it's his first game back so from the ACL, man. You've you got to give him more than 10 carries. I know they're trying to ease him up into things, but it's been about a year. Yeah, listen, this isn't Come a, on, man. You're not, you know, Daniel Jones isn't Dak Prescott. You know, Saquon didn't break his back. <laughs> and Saquon, you know, this reminds me of our game, how it went. And, uh, but, you know, Dak can get it done. Daniel Jones does not have that arm to get it done with giving Saquon 10 carries. He has Maybe. the most turnovers in the league since 2018. 
I, I believe it. Um, you know, I was never high on Daniel Jones. I tell all my fellow Giants fans uh, that Daniel Jones is not the answer. As long as they have Daniel Jones at that quarterback position, I'm not. I'm writing them out, and I'm not worried about the Giants in this division at all. Their defense was uh, one of the best last year. I feel like, you know, their defense was really solid for them, uh, led by Blake Martinez. And, uh, you know, they, but their defense was non-existent. I mean, you know what, I mean? you know what I'm saying? Like, they, <laughs> yeah, they were really defense, good. At, they were hyping them up, man. Um, the linebacking core obviously is good, yeah. but not too much after that, man. I mean, the secondary, all right. I, I don't know. The, the Giants really just don't stick out to me as a threat to anybody. Definitely not a threat to the Bucks, who I think is the favorite in the NFC right now. But we'll get into more favorites in the NFC. Cardinals, man. What's your thoughts on the Cardinals? I mean, they were shitting. Yeah, listen. I, do you think it's better Cardinals, or do you think the Tennessee Titans aren't all clicking yet? Well, um, the NFC North, I would say the Cardinals – I've I seen a lot from that division yesterday. i got to be honest, man. Uh, Seattle and Arizona looking very legit. The Rams looking very legit. Uh, Kyler Murray, man, looked absolutely sharp. Uh, if he plays like that all year, he'll be in the MVP talk for sure. Uh, you know, it's way too early to talk about all that. But, look, Kyler Murray yesterday, <laughs> 289 yards, four TDs. I, you know, you just can't ask for more. 120. <laughs> his quarterback rating was 120. And, uh, you know, it was just very impressive to watch him do what he was doing yesterday. He was running all over the field, man, throwing the ball where it needed to be. DeAndre Hopkins, D-Hop, two touchdowns, man. Really killed it yesterday. 83 yards on six receptions. He's back. Yeah, one thing that really shocked me out of that game was the Titans. I can't lie. I thought Derrick Henry would definitely score in his first game. The season opener, man. It's the first game. Come on. But, Zeke and Henry not yeah, scoring. Zeke and Henry, that's fishy. I don't know. The books were up to something. But, down on that. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, Ju- Julio Jones. Uh, Julio Jones. Julio Jones, man. <laughs> he had a look in the end zone. He just didn't didn't come down with it. I, I don't know. I think I, we might have seen the end of an error with Julio. I think that yeah, the, not- the Titans wasn't the most ideal place for him to go uh, if he wanted to still be relevant in the league as much. Um AJ Brown, I feel like they're just going to try and level him up. He was on the come up. I don't know why you bring in a player like Julio. I understand why they bring in a player like Julio, but not really so much the Texans. Like, if I wanted Julio to go to a place, I'm thinking maybe off rip the Packers. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody that actually needs them. Like, uh, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, man, uh, I, I got to disagree there. Uh, I got to say that I, I, I'm not going to write Julio off just yet. I, I think this was a good move for him at the end of the day. I think the Card- nobody just expected the Cardinals to come out the way they did. I mean, let's be honest. I didn't expect the Cardinals to come out the way they did. I don't know about you. I'm not going to speak for you. But um, I, know that, I know that the team that they came with, um, but I know, you know, at, at the end of the day, we expected the Tennessee to play better. Um, Tannehill looked atrocious. But then again, how good is the offensive line holding up, man? I, I, Chandler Jones. Three, what would, he, what would he have? Three sacks in the first quarter. I mean, it, it was just insane to watch. Uh, he was losing the ball in the, in, in the pocket. It was just, it was insane. But I'm not going to write Julio off just yet. I feel like this is a good team for him to be at. I think it's a good place for him to be at. I think that the, the duo with AJ Brown. You really don't know who to cover. The Cardinals figured it out, uh, which is good on their part. But I think this team gets rolling as the season goes on. Yeah, you got a point there, man. But 
Derrick Henry having as many receptions as Julio Jones just isn't it, in my yeah. opinion. Uh, that, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I just don't – I feel like the Titans, in a sense, wasn't a place for him to land He's up because they're not going to call plays in his favor. Like, you know, I, I just feel like – and I know Julio hasn't been that guy. I mean, I haven't seen him be that guy that, like, calls for it like a T.O. with Chad Ochocinco. Yeah. Like, he needs the ball, OBJ type of guy. I feel like he can be a team guy, but we haven't seen that. In Atlanta, he was always the wide receiver one. So yeah. it's kind of weird seeing him be a wide receiver two. I yeah. I think that's what they're considering him as. So that's why I'm kind of writing him off. Like, if, if we're being honest, in Tennessee, do you consider Julio a wide receiver one? Oh, uh, no, I no, wouldn't. No, I would so say – I, I yeah. think that's why we're I'm, – I'm kind of more on the decline side. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I just think he can still be a beneficial factor to this team. Oh, yeah, um, no doubt, man. With, but his wide receiver one days are done. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree with you there. I'll, I'll, I'll stick with you. It, it's sad to say, but it, it's <laughs> done because of the position that he's in. Yeah. Like, if, if he was on a different team, he would obviously be a, a wide receiver one. But the Titans, they have A.J. Yeah. Brown. Like, for instance, if he went to the Bengals. You exactly, know I mean? like, yeah. If he went to yeah, the yeah, Bengals, yeah, he yeah. could yeah. be wide receiver one. I mean, they have T. Higgins, they have Jamar Chase, but if a vet like Julio Jones went to a team, a young team like that, uh, now that I'm saying that it, that wouldn't be bad. But. I, feel, I feel like the Colts, man, the Colts, yeah. Yeah. the Seahawks, yeah. they, either anybody but the Titans. Yeah, in my opinion. No, yeah, I, I see what you're saying there. But um, let's move on, though. And yeah, we, we really got to get on to the Packers, think, man. The Packers and the Saints. What, what's your thoughts about my boy Jameis? Well, I, I'm just gonna pump the brakes real quick. I just want to talk about real fast uh, the rest of that division, the NFC North, man. Russ and Lockett's. Russ and Lockett's connection, man, was insane to see. They put on a show against the Colts. I love to see that. And um, I, I really just <laughs> – it, it was really – it was – I don't know. It was impressive. Uh, to see them pick up on that – on their connection that they did, that they've had for all these years, I knew it wasn't going to go anywhere. That's why I picked up Lockett in fantasy. Thank you, Lockett, for the fantasy points. But Russ looked sharp, man. He looked like an MVP caliber quarterback, as he usually always is. And uh, the Colts, man, went – just wasn't looking that good but <laughs> you know how we feel about Carson Wentz but they did do their thing and uh Russ was arguably looked like the best NFC quarterback yesterday man what you what's your thoughts on him real quick yeah he was definitely looking good man I, I agree with you on that I mean I, I it pains me to fucking say this but I don't think Wentz had a, a terrible game honestly uh I, I was talking shit because I'm a Wentz hater but uh, the, the offensive line was just they they were atrocious, man. I mean, I I thought the Colts' offensive line was way better than that. Uh, three sacks for minus twenty eight yards. Um, Wentz, on the other hand, was twenty five for thirty eight, two hundred fifty one yards, two TDs, and no interceptions. So, a game with Wentz not throwing interception is a good game. <laughs> I mean, if we're being honest, that's the ceiling he's at. Uh, if he doesn't throw an interception that game, he's he's had a good game. I, he did fumble. He did have a sack fumble, yeah. though, so we, we got to sneak that in yeah, there. Yeah, I've seen a few plays on the yeah. game. He missed a few passes. Just, you know, maybe I just happened to see that, which was funny, in my opinion. But he didn't have a terrible game. Uh, just a Wentz hater over here, so, you know, i got to be biased. But, but two running backs as your top two receivers is not a good way. <laughs> it's not a good look, man. Jonathan Taylor had a pretty uh, big game yards-wise, um, but for receptions anyway. I mean, that's, that's crazy to me. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. what do you, This Colts team's a little sus. I don't know how to feel about Wentz being there at quarterback position. Yeah, he's do. just not a really good leader, in my opinion. He never was. Uh, he seems like a more of 
think of for himself kind of guy. Yeah. I I never met the guy. I couldn't really speak like <laughs> personally, but yeah. it's just all assumptions here. And it is. Um, yeah. I I just wouldn't want him leading my team if I was an NFL owner. No, definitely not. Definitely not there. Um, but you know, it, it is what it is. But in the NFC West, man, it looks like it's going to be a battle this year. I think the the NFC West is looking stacked. Matt Stafford coming back and playing the game that he had. Uh, he he looked like arguably one of the the best quarterbacks in the in the division as well. I mean, that division is looking serious, man. Kyler Murray, Russell, and Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford now has a team that's loaded with weapons, which he has never had before in his career. And uh, he, he looks sharp, man. He, he looks sharp over 300 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. And uh, he did his thing, man. He was moving down the field. It was cool to see him uh, out there having a team other than just with Calvin Johnson. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He's never had any weapons, man. He, and you got to give it to the guy. He really stuck by Detroit for all those years. He loved Detroit. He really didn't want to leave, but he just said he needed to change the scenery. Um, so that's what he did and now he's in LA living it up and uh, winning football games with a with a good team uh, they got a solid defense and this is one of my favorite teams going into this year their defense and their offense is equally balanced and I think they have something serious going for them that's one of the teams I'm watching out for for my Cowboys this year yeah definitely the Rams are doing something spectacular uh, Matthew Stafford being the first person to throw 300 yards no interceptions in his first debut with the NFL they said well, it's his, his best team. QBR yeah. in his career it, it, I wouldn't doubt it and he had 156 <laughs> rating uh, 89.9 QBR uh he didn't miss a beat him and Robert Woods looked like they had a really good connection him and Cooper Cup obviously yeah him and Cooper Cup had a great Van Jefferson as well um yeah the Rams have plenty of weapons on offense as well as defense uh the Bears not so much I would love to see Justin Fields stay in the game uh you have him get the crowd wilding uh the momentum's there a couple of Bears they actually had a pretty amount of decent Bears fans in the stadium um you take them out and Andy Dalton throws a pick it's typical Matt Nagy's really not a good coach, in my opinion. I think he's on the hot, hot seat. Like, it's now or never. I think by week three or four, we see, maybe even sooner, but we see Justin Fields take the field, and uh, no pun there. Uh, We see him take the field and take over that QB1 job. I think they just wanted to respect Andy Dalton by being a vet and uh, bringing him in to let him start. Um, yeah, I that, think, that's why I think Matt Nagy doesn't deserve a job. No, <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah, but I would, and uh, I would say the same thing. But Justin Fields needs to start. And uh, at the end of the day, the Rams did look serious. So, Yeah, 100%, man. But we're going to start with the, the boring games, essentially, man. We're going to get right into the prime games. Chiefs, Browns. Did the Browns look kind of good to you, man? I don't know. As a Steelers fan, you know I'm not going to get into that much. <laughs> Fuck the Browns. But yeah. as a bystander, <laughs> what was your thoughts on the Chiefs, man? I mean, what's your thoughts on the Browns? Well, my thoughts on the Browns were I think that Baker Mayfield not throwing any touchdowns. Yes, he threw for over 300 yards. Not throwing one touchdown hurts this football team. Uh, If you're playing a team like the Chiefs, I don't even know how the score was that close without him throwing a touchdown, uh, to be completely honest. But that goes to show you how much they rely on this run game. Nick Chubb, two touchdowns, over 80 yards. And Nick Kareem Hunt doing his thing as per usual, had a touchdown. Yeah, man, man, we called that uh, against his former team almost a lock. Yeah, man, uh, and Jarvis Landry with the TD, uh, you know, you like to see that. And that was a rush. That was a, what was it, a wildcat play? Yes, sir. You know, I won that bet off that, <laughs> yeah, man. man. I, I mean, I don't know how. 
<laughs> Kareem Hunt helped me in the flex with 17 points, uh, grabbing that TD. But uh, I, I just think this is a team that is a run-heavy team. They rely on their running backs, and a lot of people know that. I think they're going to get exposed by that. Don't be fooled by this score. I think they're really going to get exposed with the run game this year, and I don't think I don't know if Baker can really hold up his end of the bargain. I mean, he's not throwing any touchdowns. Again, you're playing against the Chiefs. Their defense is solid. Um, but Tyron Matthew wasn't even in the game. So that's that's something to look at there. Yeah, that's a good point uh, with Tyron Matthew not being in the game. But I will say the Browns did look decent as a Steelers fan. It kills me to say that. But they won the first half. Um, if you were a first half better at the Browns, you won. Congrats. Um, but you didn't win the second half or the game. So that's what really matters. That's what I'm getting at. Moral victories really don't mean shit in the NFL. Uh, unless it's an actual victory so you could say what you want about browns browns fans the browns players you could say oh they kept it close with kc they only lost by four points they looked pretty good none of that matters if they didn't get the win uh baker really didn't look clutch so that's really something to look at he threw a game essentially a game losing interception yeah um yeah yeah, baker really doesn't strike me as a quarterback that could take you to win the game like a pat mahomes one thing i can really notice about baker and his play the past few years he gets in his own head a lot and i feel like when he fucks up or when he does something bad has a bad pass it really bothers him and and you see his face and his attitude change throughout the game when he has those type of games uh but again man i think this browns team is just exposed with the run game they know teams know what to expect from the browns and i think teams aren't really that scared of baker mayfield we seen some maturity last season with him, but I, I just feel like he's still not there yet. 100%, man. And Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes just have that. that they're just unstoppable, man. That duo is insane as well as him. Well, hey, it could be a three-headed monster, man. Tyreek, Travis Hill, Tyreek, <laughs> Travis Kelsey, and Patrick Mahomes, man. That three-headed duo is just insane. Yeah, man. And uh, Kelsey, what do you have, two touchdowns? Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, – uh, they, they had four touchdowns combined, if we're that being honest. That man's a receiver. Patrick Mahomes ran in one, Tyreek Hill had one, and then Travis Kelsey had two. Uh, they could pretty much just play with them three in offensive line, and they could probably hang in there. Yeah, the that, that, exactly, man. But <laughs> on the flip side, a low-scoring game, 17-16, to 16, the Dolphins. We're going to get into this, man, the battle of the Alabama quarterbacks. Who do you think had the better game, and who do you think has the better upside? Um, you know, well, you got to say Tua did his thing, um, you know, and uh, Mac Jones, I like the fact that he's starting on this team. I think that was the right move for the Patriots was to give him the starting quarterback job. And I believe I predicted that before the season started that he would have the starting uh, QB job. But uh, when you look at the yards, man, he put up over 250 yards and he threw a touchdown. He had his first touchdown yesterday, which was a dope thing to see. And, uh, you know, to Nelson Aguilar, which you called, by the way, you said Nelson Aguilar was going to score that touchdown yesterday, which is pretty dope. But uh, Tua gets the win over Mac Jones. Uh, I like uh, my opinion right now. I want to say I like Tua better, but I, I don't know in the long run, man. I think Mac Jones is the type of guy that's going to mature in this league well, especially under Bill Belichick. Oh, yeah, 100% like Mac Jones, way better than Tua Tagovailoa. Um, he just seems like he has the right ball placement. He seemed natural. He didn't seem nervous. Uh, he could read the pocket well. He knows when to stay in the pocket, when to scramble out. Uh, he just seemed uh, he seemed like a natural, man. He seemed like he'd been playing for at least 10-plus years. He reminded me of Brady. I know that's cliche to say, New England Patriots jersey. But, I mean, I don't know. I think Mac Jones definitely has a higher upside than Tua. Uh, he's definitely not as athletic as Tua, so maybe that plays a part. I don't know. We'll see. But one game I really want to get into, man, before we head out on this crazy podcast day, man. We got into a lot. But, you know, I had to bring up the Steelers, man. Steelers, Bills. Definitely. 
I know you're heavy on the Bills. You sadly bet against us, man. I know you had Diggs scoring. It pained me, bro. Well, uh, I don't blame well. you. I know he cooked us in the playoffs. I know all that. I didn't bet the I money know. line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. just wanted Diggs to score a touchdown but and Josh Allen for fantasy. I'm just here to talk my shit. I mean, <laughs> uh, they counted us out. Nobody said that the Steelers were going to win. Uh, I think it was like 80% of the public voted on the Bills or betted on the Bills. None of that matters. Um, our defense is just elite. I tried to tell people this. Uh, Alex Highsmith, I tried to tell people. They're like, who? Who? Alex High? It doesn't matter who. You found out. Uh, Devin Bush is back. T.J. Watt. Minka Fitzpatrick. Watt. We're just a bunch of ballers, yo. Watt. Gilbert. Ulysses Gilbert on that blocked punt. Oh, my. Man. Listen. This defense is scary. I don't know. I mean, our defense could literally win us games. I think I, they reminded me of the 85 Bears. Yeah. What a, what a dominating defense performance by this Steelers team. Wanted to bring that up today. Uh, and <laughs> I just got to be honest, man. Y'all shocked the world. You really did. And I know everybody was expecting this Bills team to come in and, and beat uh, Pittsburgh, but it just wasn't the case, man. It wasn't the case at all. Would it make a Fitzpatrick have 10 tackles, man? Six, seven plus 10. This defense is something serious. The best in the league. We've been saying that. Uh, I'm not even a Steelers fan, folks. I mean, I know Nick is, but I'm telling you right TJ now. TJ Watt, two sacks, five QB hits. I have been backing my man on this for a while. You know, he, he's, he's been trying to tell you. I mean, the Steelers defense is something serious. I've just watched it the past few seasons and to see it come together. TJ Watt is just a different breed, though. TJ Watt, man, making plays all over the field yesterday and really made a huge difference in this game. Bro, that uh, strip sack he, fumble had me He got pumped. into Josh Allen's head more than I would have liked because he's my starting quarterback in fantasy football. But <laughs> I just got to say, man, you, your team did their thing yesterday, and I'm excited to watch this Steelers team, especially with Najee Harris, man. I wanted to see him get that touchdown yesterday. Didn't happen, but it will happen this week. It's going to happen in week two. So I know you're stoked, man, starting off 1-0 against the team that people counted y'all out against. And we know, you know, how it usually goes. But they did their thing, man. At the end of the day, the Steelers team is something to watch for. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, I don't know. They tried to count us out. It was typical. Um, it's the favorite thing to do. Uh, the Bills, obviously, it's the name. Uh, Josh Allen had an incredible season last year. Stephon Diggs had an incredible season. But that doesn't matter when you're going against the Steelers defense. Mike Tomlin has a way, and it works, man. His defense yeah. is what is mainly runs our team. So, Big Ben had a couple of great throws that I love to see. I didn't know he still had that juice in him. I can't lie. I was one of them guys. I was hoping we got a, a better quarterback this offseason. But keeping Big Ben for one more year, I can't be too mad. Chase Claypool really surprised me, man. He had that crazy catch. He mossed a dude. Uh, he had the crowd lit. I saw a lot of Steelers fans in that Buffalo stadium. I can't lie. So Buffalo Mafia, Bills Mafia, I know you guys go hard, but I've seen some terrible towels in there. <laughs> yeah, you got to love to see it, man. Well, all in all, this was a really exciting week one. How did Just a bang to start off week, uh, week one football. NFL's back, people. It's great to see. A couple more things I just want to point out here going down these games before we leave you all for the day. Um, I just uh, Trevor Lawrence not winning his first game. I think he had a pick. Uh, just wasn't looking as sharp, I think, as everybody expected him to. The Texans really came out a lot harder than the people expected them to, dropping 37 points on them. Uh, they did their thing for sure yesterday. But the last thing I really want to get into is this Packers Saints real quick. Um, Aaron Rodgers not looking like Aaron Rodgers. 38-3 to in NOLA. They did it to him. Jameis Winston licking his fingers. 
he's licking his fingers, man. He got the W, and, uh, you know, he threw five touchdowns, man, five touchdowns. I think he had under 200 yards, which is weird for having five touchdowns. But who would have told you if I said that stat line, five TDs, and the other one threw zero? Who would you think that was? You would have thought it was switched. But Aaron Rodgers did not throw a touchdown yesterday. They just weren't looking like themselves. A lot of people were making jokes saying it's, you know, it's because of all the drama and shit. He's, he's crapping out purposely. But I don't see that, man. He came back for a reason. Yeah, I think he just really had a shitty game. Um, shame on him, honestly. Yeah. Uh, all the confidence he had and all the cockiness he was having in the offseason. Um, if I'm a Packers fan, I'm honestly pissed. All this didn't uh, help. I'm super pissed, yeah. honestly, because it just makes it – it's a bad it, it's a bad look for Aaron Rodgers, man. I mean, usually when players are so confident they're chilling in the offseason, you expect them to come out balling their first game, and you just can't have that. If I'm the Green Bay Packers – front office i'm honestly cracking down on them i mean um, let's just look at let's i'm not gonna write him off yet because we've seen aaron yeah. Rodgers at his best and he's probably one of the best ever if not the best ever was jordan love in this game? jordan love played so in this game. yeah 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 he, he had a couple of snaps um i don't know he's not as sharp as i would like but he's not he's not sharper than aaron Rodgers. No, i know but- aaron Rodgers had two picks this game but i just feel as though they just need another guy. I, just, I as much as the Packers just made it last season, they lost to the Bucks, uh, really bad. Honestly, I think you should have gave Aaron Rodgers another shot. But we'll get into that another time. Yeah. But yeah, man, I think the Packers just need another guy. Yeah. Devontae Adams and one more other guy yeah, on no, the other I, side. I agree. I mean, they have Tungin. He's a solid tight end for this team. Um, but they need another guy. Like I a mean, Godwin, Mike Evans, like a CD. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Coop. They, they need to help Aaron Rodgers Even out. Even a Juju, Claypool. You know, which, which was part of his beef. They need to help him out and give him more they weapons. They brought Randall Cobb in. I mean... That that really wasn't it. Yeah, no, it, it just wasn't. Uh, you know, Randall Cobb coming back after, like, what, a 15-year reunion? Uh, yeah, <laughs> so that's really not it, man. It, it's just not it. I mean, he's played on the Cowboys. He's played on the Texans. He's you saw played... the Cardinals bringing A.J. Green. I mean, he's not the best, but, you know what I mean? No, it's you can, another name. You can go out there and find you somebody. You saw the Titans grab Julio. I would have loved Julio or, and the Packers. Yeah, or, or you know, maybe maybe draft somebody, uh, you know, a little higher, except for yeah, the yeah, yeah. Love, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it could have went that way. <laughs> we saw what happened this offseason. Yeah, maybe draft a receiver, you know, in the first round. But who knows? Packers I mean, and the Packer. I mean, I think they get through it. I don't think they finish with a losing. Yeah, I don't. I don't think this defines their season. This does not define their season at all. It doesn't help that they did play in what Jacksonville. They played in Florida. Aaron Rodgers is now one and five in Florida. He's terrible. I think he's only good in cold weather, apparently, and that's just that, man. But uh, I was really shocked by his performance yesterday. Um, at the end of the day, that's pretty much wraps up week one. Yeah, week one was pretty fun, man. I mean, we got one more game tonight, the Raiders and the Ravens. Uh, I have a feeling Lamar Jackson is going to ball out. You heard it here first. We're winding to this point. Lamar Jackson, three touchdowns, two passing, one rushing. Over 400 Um, total yards. Book it. 400 total yards he got. I got um, more closer to three. I would say around 200 yards passing, 100 yards rushing. 100 plus just rushing alone. Yeah, you heard it here first. (laughs) With all of this uh, pre-little predictions – Leads me to one more thing before we sign out. Way too early MVP predictions, man. I want to hear yours first before I give you mine. Way too early MVP prediction. Well, 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 I'm going to say it. I said it earlier, and I'll say it again. Uh, Dak Prescott is my dark horse MVP this year. Not really dark horse. I think a lot of people are counting that out. But 
Uh, definitely comeback player of the year, if not. But I think I got him in the MVP race. He's going to lead the league this year in passing yards. And we will see what happens. But I got Dak Prescott winning MVP, folks. You heard it. Maybe a little biased, but I got Dak Prescott winning MVP. Do I think guys like Kyler Murray and Russ will be in the conversation? You know, of course, Patrick Mahomes, you, you know, can't count that out, obviously. But when you're talking about them guys, you got to bring up Dak Prescott. And I think he really displayed that on Thursday against the Bucks, So, you heard it. Who's Dak yours? Prescott is his Who's MVP. your MVP? Who's your way too early MVP? I'm going to have to go Matt Stafford, man. He showed me a lot. Hey, he now. showed me a lot of comfort. Um, I feel like he's very comfortable in Rams, uh, their whole scheme. I feel like him and, um, geez, Sean McVay, I feel like they really click good. Yeah. Uh, him and Robert Woods, I've seen a lot of chemistry there, and it was the first game. I feel like yeah. Matt Stafford played last year for the Rams. Um, yeah, I, I just think it was the perfect situation for him. I feel like he's really hungry. He wants to prove people wrong. Why not this year? Uh, they have the perfect defense. It's not a team where he's just going to be on that field uh, 70% of the fucking game. You know what I mean? He's going to have times where he's on the bench chilling because that defense is no joke. Yeah, no, man. Definitely shout out to Matty Stafford, man. We're, we're big fans of Matt Stafford over here. Uh, he's always been a baller. You know, for the teams that he's been dealt in the past, we got to give him the benefit of the doubt here. Now that we've seen him with a legit team, he looks like he can get it done, man. I think uh, Jared Goff's out there in Detroit punch in the air still. But that's Pick six, man. That's that's on him. Uh, he put himself in that position. But Matt Stafford, congratulations, man. He's finally got a squad, and it's just cool yes, to sir. see. It's and you see him guys. with the little swag with the arms, with yeah, the arms sleeve, man. Yo, he's looking nice. He man. got to L.A. and picked up some swag, man. I said, look, I seen him come out with that arm yeah, sleeve. Yeah, the Rams are a team that I, knew I they don't were slander. Winning. I knew they were yeah, winning I, that I game. I, as long as Jared Goff's gone, man, I don't slander in the Rams. I really wasn't a fan of Jared Goff. He just to me he always looked lazy. Like he just looked like he's just he just, he just lazy. He reminded me of a um a Jay Cutler. A less of better he really terms, reminds me of a Jay Cutler. Less of better terms. The man just looks like a wimp out there. He just looks like a wimp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know that's he, harsh. He really reminds me of Jay Cutler. He just looks like I don't know, man. He doesn't look like a quarterback that I'd want behind that line for me. Um, but we're gonna cut it there. We're at that's it, man. That's week one football. NFL's back. Got the recap in. Had a little bit of music stuff to get in in the beginning of this episode. So if you're still with us, appreciate the love. Appreciate the support. We had a little break from y'all for a little bit, but we are back. It's NFL season. And we're going to take callers probably within the next two weeks. We have Cowboys-Eagles week three. So call in. We want to take callers for that episode. I want it, Philly. I want it. You heard it here first. I want it. Your favorite Cowboys fan. But that's all for today. Week one. We'll see you next week with week two. And we're going to watch this Monday night football matchup tonight. And chill out. Yes, sir. Peace.